My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. Today I would like to share some thoughts with you on suffering and relate it to love and mercy. You see, one of the most misunderstood topics among Christians is the role of suffering in the spiritual walk. And what does love and mercy have to do with human suffering? In his apostolic letter on the Christian meaning of human suffering, Pope John Paul II states, Declaring the power of salvific suffering, the Apostle Paul says, In my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church. These words have, as it were, the value of a final discovery, which is accompanied by joy. For this reason, St. Paul writes, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. The joy comes from the discovery of the meaning of suffering, and this discovery even if it is most personally shared in by Paul of Tarsus, who wrote these words, is at the same time valid for others. The apostle shares his own discovery and rejoices in it because of all those whom it can help, just as it helped him, to understand the salvific meaning of suffering. People often ask, why is there suffering? Certainly suffering strikes the innocent as well as the evil, and a legitimate question is why? Why would God allow my elderly parent to have such a protracted illness? Why did God allow our young child to die such a miserable and early death? Why are there so many starving people? Why, why, why? St. Faustina suffered much, yet as St. Paul expressed, she suffered with joy as she understood the role of suffering in her life. She wrote, I fixed my gaze upon his sacred wounds and felt happy to suffer with him. I suffered, and yet I did not suffer, because I felt happy to know the depth of his love, and the hour passed like a minute. Like St. Paul, she understood the power of salvific suffering. Suffering is a great grace, she wrote. Through suffering, the soul becomes like the Savior. In suffering, love becomes crystallized. The greater the suffering, the purer the love. Suffering and love must be synonymous. Like Christ, we must suffer out of love, and love while we suffer. If we allow it, as St. Faustina did, suffering can open the door for spiritual growth and a greater realization of one's dependence on God. Again, the Holy Father, Pope John Paul II, addressed how suffering is often a tool for conversion and spiritual growth. 
This is an extremely important aspect of suffering, he wrote. It is profoundly rooted in the entire revelation of the Old and above all the New Covenant. Suffering must serve for conversion, that is, for the rebuilding of goodness in the subject who can recognize the divine mercy in this call to repentance. What does suffering have to do with mercy? And what are we to do with regards to our suffering brothers and sisters? Like St. Faustina, we are to be vessels of mercy. James writes, What does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has not works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is ill-clad and in lack of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without the things needed for the body, what does it profit? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. In spite of all the suffering experienced by St. Faustina, the Lord told her that she was to be merciful to others. In fact, it was a demand and not a request. He told her, I demand from you deeds of mercy, which are to arise out of love for me. You are to show mercy to your neighbors always and everywhere. You must not shrink from this or try to excuse or absolve yourself from it. It is to be a reminder of the demands of my mercy, because even the strongest faith is of no avail without works. St. Faustina understood and wrote in her diary, The love of God is the flower, mercy the fruit. So today, offer up all your trials and sufferings, and do it out of love of God. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. And that love of God will compel you to be more merciful to others. And whatever comes your way today, let your motto be, Jesus, I trust in you. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cynicals, and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic Adoration for the Sick and the Dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org thedivinemercy.org All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.